Back to the boys of Jared's place. It is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. The boys of Jared's place still working on intros. Yep. I feel like that one was pretty good. Yeah. But it is, but we probably should have followed up with something, but I was drawing a blank, so tangent line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we came back from a big weekend. I mean, there's stuff all over it, but uh, the uh, Red Bull Wings for Life charity event on Sunday, parking lot was pretty packed out, and we had a beautiful Saturday and a lot of people out Saturday also, so it was a good weekend, good weekend. Hit a couple of things. We can go talk through that later, but um, it was fun. Long weekend. Long weekend. Felt like a short weekend for me. I was only here on Sunday. So it was short for you, but yeah. we had a busy Friday. Did it rain Friday? No, we had a busy Friday. Yeah, we had a pretty good Friday as also. Mm-hmm. People were trying to get in. We all were uh, finishing air supply on Thursday. We tarped it, didn't ran it some on Friday, I think. Yeah. And then uh, ran it all day Saturday. Yeah. Nice Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday. A lot of people out that was a big time y'all all came out everyone was out it was a big sunday i think it could have been bigger though it looked like it was gonna rain and yeah. the, the rain definitely we got a fucks with that and we did get rain overnight mm-hmm. and then one little sport spurt throughout the day but weather was good except for the wind it was definitely super windy yeah weather always scares people off. it could have been bigger but i think a lot of people came saturday that were also planning on coming sunday and i looked at the weather sunday and i was like oh i rode saturday also but it was cool i mean the, the pit bike races looked fun that was a good time we need more mm-hmm. of that <laughs> track's had, still out there yeah we had a little flat track out in the middle of the parking lot and then jared in the morning he had built a whole nother track where we had cleared to do our so-called dog park which has now been relocated as and is in the works but i rode that on the hodaka the 50s would not have made it around that but it was fun yeah there's like some did you have to go up some hills for that yeah one? there are some like steep hill punches yeah those things like they're just hilarious they're y'all look so, so big small. on them yeah first gear is way too low second gear is way too high <laughs> third gear you'd never get into unless you're on a flat straight well because we're raffling one off so i looked the looked up like what the honda ones are i bet those are pretty were those the honda ones yeah, yeah. those were the same thing so i'm interested on if they had the speed limiters enabled just so like you could only go so fast because they have like a keyed speed limiter on it where you can set what the top speed is so, like if a kid's trying to learn on it or whatever okay so i'm interested just for safety if they had him turned down or something like that no i think those were an older model okay. year so i don't know if they had those and if if they did they probably like weren't it, turned on but it's still only a 50 it's, cc it's a 50 a, cc yeah. with a big big dudes on them so they're not going to get going <laughs> yeah. that fast anyway especially with the tourney yeah yeah especially when you're battling out there it's all will and nick yeah battling it out throwing elbows pulling brakes and was it and i think uh neil was in that bat- that heat with y'all yep and so his, he, he got second there. behind Jeremy. Y'all were out there battling, messing each other up, and Jeremy and Neil were just racing their race. Yeah, yeah. Versus- I, <laughs> I reviewed the footage. In my memory, Nick had crashed me, but in the footage, it proved that I had pulled Nick down. Where you wrapped me. your arm around <laughs> his yeah. arm and pulled him over with you. What's funny is Casey uh, got the, the lap before that and that lap, and the lap before that, I had shifted down into first, coming around that back straight corner and wheelied out and was like wheeling next to nick and if you like freeze frame it it is hilarious you look out of control oh yeah oh yeah super out of control and nick is his face shows it all it's like looking down at my front wheel like right right at his left hand that's hilarious yeah it was a good time a lot of, i don't know a lot of people coming through the building i think it was interesting because versus saturday there's a lot of people and they're all in the trails Sunday was a lot of people, but because of charity event and everything like that, a lot of people in and out of the building, a lot of people just hanging out in the parking lot, a lot of just stuff going on, the the free flight demo bikes out, everyone just yeah. running through there. So it just seemed like a lot more happening right in front of the building all day. And those 
the jerseys are still up for auction. No, that auction ended Monday. Um, oh no, it's the raffle. Yep. raffle for the for that Sierra fifty. Yeah, so that's up. on um that's on the website jaredsplacebikepark.com. On the menu, there's an item for uh, wings for life, and you can get in there and still get into the raffle. That's nice. through Friday. Um, yeah, the auction ended Thursday or Monday, so that was Monday at noon. I think winners should have been notified today by Josh. Um, if not, they should be soon. Today being tomorrow. Either one. Sure, one of those two. When does it end? No, the auction ended. I don't know if he's gone through like the, oh, the process. Oh, ra- the raffle has ended? No, the auction ended. The there's silent two, auction for the there jersey. Was an auction okay, but when does the raffle Friday. end? Friday. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. The auction ended Monday. I just don't know if Josh has finalized and notified the winners of the auction. All he's got to do is send a text to himself. Well, they have to actually still, like, it's just an auction, so when you win, you have to go through submit payment and actually, like, pay for it, right? Like, you're not... You didn't catch my joke. Josh was bidding on all of them. Oh, he, he, got, <laughs> he was trying to get one. I think he might have gotten outbidded. There was one he really wanted. I forget which one. I think it was the Roxon one, but the Roxon one was probably the most desirable. I don't know. There's a Roxon, Censorillo. I think Censorillo did really good. Uh, Blos and Shimoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have been on the Shimoda one. I would like to have that one. Yeah, a guy came up, came today to pick up three of them. Really, got three of them. Yeah. Oh, so they got those picked up then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, there was someone trying to get all of them, I and mean, that's cool. They're Fox race worn jerseys, but Dane was talking about it. So like, all the Fox athletes, they go out to California and they get like measured, tailored stuff, like tailored measurements taken for them, and then their jerseys are like tailor made to their measurements, and then always like <clears throat> the racers get like a special race fabric. So that fabric of those jerseys and like what they wear in the races is not like something consumers get access to or anything like that. Yeah. So they're like, I mean, like obviously they're pro riders, so you get that type of stuff, but it's cool to be like such a specific jersey. It's not just like, oh, this is like, you know, Falcons and stuff, you'll like buy a jersey and it just has like their name on it. Right. It's like no, an it's, actual, it's like, a, it's an actual yeah. race worn jersey. Which is cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they are worn on Saturday's race. I'm assuming they're washed. Do you think they wash them, or some people want to buy it with the sweat in them still? They had dirt on them. Yeah, yeah. They they might have been washed, but you got to think those guys for a Saturday race worn jersey. They they have a new jersey for yeah all of their heats. What That's is, true. Heat qualifying qualifying or qualifying heat race main event. Three, yeah, three jerseys that are ridden for twenty minutes. That's true. I mean, they might get a little sweaty, but yeah, you know, people are on feet finder, so they might they might be That's attracted some... to that sweat. Pay <laughs> good money for that. <laughs> yeah, well, that was cool though. But yeah, I know you got an entry for the raffle. Did you get an entry for the raffle, Drew? You, I didn't. You get yourself an entry. You could save so much could. gas if you drove that fifty oh, in the work. No oh, kidding. My God, <laughs> I just have to bring an extra tank with me. <laughs> I was uh, driving uh, now Monday, Sunday. Whenever I drove Sunday, when we were driving now. Um, one of the first times and got behind the guy on the moped. Oh, yeah. And it's like a 50 or 60 cc moped. And he's just, he's swerving. I don't know what he's doing. He's just listening to music, having a good time or what. But he's just like, I, I didn't feel comfortable passing him because he's, he's in the right lane, but he's just going like left to right, left to right in the lane. Mm-hmm. And then he comes over the hill and then he waves me by. I was like, I don't know if he was trying to block me out or just jamming to his music, but. <gasps> Drugs. <laughs> or just having a good old time on drugs. Reason he's on a moped. <laughs> like that thing can't go the speed limit at all on that road, and that's the back road too. No, but uh, a moped under, I think, like a fifty cc moped, you don't have to have any any registration, any registration, anything. any license, anything like that. Yeah, you can take them anywhere. Yeah. Well, probably still not supposed to ma- ride them on the main road. No, you are. You can. I've seen them out there. Yeah. <laughs> On They're legal to go on the main road. Well, mopeds, but, but like not a 50cc. Well, I guess mopeds, but yeah. like I was thinking a 50cc, like pit bike or whatever. Did you not have pit kids bike, in high school? Still have to have like riding them. The I don't scooters. know if they still are, but traditionally mopeds like that, a 50cc would be a 50cc two stroke. Oh, for the moped, so it would be a little bit faster than the 50cc four, four stroke. stroke. Yeah. But high school kids ripping mopeds around. Oh yeah, they did at my school. I don't. There's uh, a couple kids. That we probably had a few. When we first came out here, Sean was big on we're going to buy mopeds and we're going to use those to get around the property on. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Sean will take anything anywhere. Sean's the one that wanted to take the quad all the way down to the swimming hole. 
<laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Hey, he got a good ways out there, and then, and then Josh caught him. <laughs> it's like not that far, but it's far enough on that road where you're like, mm. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a work quad. It's not like you're gonna get pulled over by the cops, but it's yeah. <laughs> it's a packing quad. It's not meant to be taken. Wear those tires down a little bit more. Five miles to the swimming hole. <laughs> we need to go check that spot out. We should. It's getting hot. It was hot out there today. Yeah. It is about time for some some rope swings. We might as well just go out there with some fishing nets, catch some crawfish this year, and have a homegrown add that into the boil. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's do it though. There'd probably be some muddy crawfish, but so uh, big weekend. It was fun. I uh, helped you out a little. Monday, I don't know what day it was. Friday when you first Friday, Friday when you first started your project, but then yep. this week was the rest of that project. It was. Uh, Tell us about it. Still working on it. Um, we didn't really on... talk about what the project was, but I mean, it's basically it's going to be open for this week, and it has to because everything else. Yeah. So we'll what be is done it? with it tomorrow? So uh, we're doing new exits for Simple Green, and also the double wide to Simple Green connector at the end. Um, those are going to be two separate trails now that will shoot you across the creek and exit close to the exit of air supply just to uh get away from the road right there there's some drainage issues that we need to address and uh, no more t-posts no more t-posts pooled noodled covered t-posts <laughs> still hurt yourself on those. oh yeah yeah you can but yeah uh was working on that it, it involved a creek rerouting uh, a couple pipes put in uh, throwing in a couple berms, a bunch of little baby operator projects. It was good. How's the creek route? Is it working? It flows. Flowing? Oh, yeah. This yeah. is what happened today because when we were there Friday, it was it had just rained some. Yeah. Water was like a little built up. Drew's like, man, I cannot wait till I can just knock that dam out and just see the water flowing down and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and now go, it's just like a little trickle. Go look at it today. It's just like a little trickle going through there because it's dried out so fast. That stream's not nearly moving, so yeah. it's like... Well, I mean, it's that, and also it's going to take a couple hard rains for that the so, flat bottom of that new trench to get worked yeah. in to where it's the water will just run on top. Like, right everything. now, when it's loose, it's just going to absorb. Loose and dry, yeah. so it's like yeah. so disappointing looking. I was like, I was waiting for a big old <laughs> water flow to come in through. It's like, yeah. nope. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that if it rains. But it looked good. Yeah, Um, I got the... Simple green berm tested. I'm happy with that one. There's a little more work to be done on the double wide one. Mainly just the old exit there is just so hard packed and rough. Uh, Want to smooth that out if it's just going to be into a fresh berm. Yep. Take out some rocks, you know. Yep. But it's been fun. Been rocking the little machine for a while. Put new tracks on it. Did you put both of them on? Yeah. All right. I mean, might as well keep the balance. That's what Josh said. Jared made a good good point on that. It's like the other one doesn't need to be replaced. We might as well keep the fresh one for when it really breaks down. But now we have a backup one that is Yeah, used, but, but you're going to have so one good. track that's like deep into the ground because it has tread and the other one's just flat. It doesn't work like that. You know that frequency a, that you hit when you're walking the machine? That's true. That would be so much worse. Yeah, but how how often are you on the road walking it? Um, We walk the machine quite often from project to project. It's been the Midway recently. It's been an air supply. I'm yeah, a fan but the majority of, of the time spent is yeah. not walking at long distance. I'm a fan of going through the process, just replacing them both and the other one's good, then it's still a good backup. But did you end up filling the the tensioners with the hand pump? No. I stole the grease fitting from the hand pump and put it on the Milwaukee grease gun. The old one? Yeah, it works. That one's still chugging along? Yeah, I've been using it this okay, entire time. Okay, word. Well, now <laughs> we got two grease guns. <laughs> I think that's the best experience for new machine hours. Is Yeah. And it helped when I did it that one day. But here's a project. We're going to be gone. It's like Will and Josh haven't been here, so there's no questions to yeah. be asked. There's nothing like, even when you do have a question, you're just like, 
I'm just gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like when y'all left me that one day to do the grapple stuff, like there's no calling. You know, we're in between service and everything like that. I was like sitting there. I was like, I got questions. I was like, oh well, just keep trying it and doing it. You yep. know, it doesn't matter. You just work through it so much better. It's more yeah. of a struggle, but mm -hmm. you work through it better that way. And you learn a lot more. I feel like that's the best way to learn. I'm glad yeah. we can get you some some uninterrupted machine hours this week. Yeah, it was nice. Well, we got to uh, flip it though. Are you on tomorrow? He needs I'm on he, tomorrow. He needs the water truck filled up, and he's going to need some finishing work done. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> so you didn't use the big machine this week? You just stuck in the little guy? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. All right. I think um, you wanted me to push over some uh, rock piles that you built up to fill in the other creek, but I just kind of, like, picked at it with the little machine and then... Walked up there, then pushed it down. I mean, it doesn't matter to me what you used, as long as, as long as you had a good time doing it. Yeah, I just like that AC baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad in there in the creek. Yeah, that is a cool trees. area that wherever that creek yeah. comes through. It is. It is surprising though. Like you, you'd be sweating doing handwork in seventy some degree weather, but you're sitting on the excavator. You're, just, mm -hmm. you're chilling. Just chilling. Nice. And there's that is one. That's one of the good spots you can feel it whenever you're coming down to the bottom of Simple Green. It cools down good there because yeah. the water's always running. You go through Air Supply, that one area, the step down, step up, and Air Supply where yep. the stream comes through. That's a really good cold wind always coming through well, there. Well, it's a lot more shade. Like. Mm -hmm. You're down Higher there. Up shade, yeah. You're like down low in that little divot, and then like the breeze comes through there nice. And then there's a couple other spots out there where you just have really nice breeze. We hiked today, getting to the top. It's like mid mountain, sun's blasting and it's hot. You get to the top, and the tree coverage is really nice, and the mm -hmm. wind's cool coming up over the backside and everything. Really nice up there. Yeah. Hot days, cool evenings. That's what we're getting right now. I yep. saw in your story you're testing on Blair's e bike. What's your What's your story with the the stomp jumper? Stomp jumper. Uh, we're still working on it. Getting closer and closer every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, leave some cash in a rental repair bag underneath the counter? Yeah, I think you're up to uh, like seventy five bucks now that I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Those weren't that long of test rides. You right. 20 bucks <laughs> it's what we say it's mostly just so if something does happen it's just a pool of money to fix shit yeah that's what are we you actually you're putting money in the oh. in the rental <laughs> just, no, no but if something did. happens i got it it's how we did it with the slam hand we'll just like we're like all right was that your fault or is that just a wear thing all right we can split that then yeah recently <laughs> a brake pads that was a cheap one you did that for me and the coil brake pads and the coil you bought for me too yeah you bought seals and stuff to do the front fork i feel like you've been scared <laughs> I, Blair, you realize at some point the amount of that drew's putting into this bike is gonna be greater than the value of the bike and then he takes ownership and you start buying the things well, that's <laughs> because there have been no invoices sent for all the rentals that he's used it on yeah but there was there an agreement of there's going to be a rental fee no, but was there? No, exactly. Was so, there an agreement so that he's put? He's chipping away at the total cost of the bike, right? No. Yeah. No, the total cost of the bike's already spent. He's chipping away at the maintenance fee on top of the cost of the bike. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Minor details that matter a lot. I'm just over here, like I got a bill to pay. What? <laughs> no, Drew's just over there. There's like little things. I like riding this bike, but it's not stopping at all right now. I'll replace the brake pads. <laughs> the brakes you know i've been looking at downhill bikes there's a nice red one over there for sale no <laughs> it's no but it, it's so like, nice having an aluminum downhill bike just because of what the purpose of it is just for one me. like a park bike like a yeah park dump bike a common saw or something bike, yeah i've been looking at them if anyone has any listener recommendations the common saw furious FRS probably has me the most intrigued. A lot of people. I remember like Sean. Well, who were we talking about recently? Sean was rocking a common saw for well, not that one, but he was rocking the common saw enduro bike for a while when we were, we first met at yeah Canuga. He still has that bike. What is it? A meta? meta. Yeah. And then what's his name that we were talking about? Uh, Big Dirt Jumps. He is on a, the common saw downhill bike. Big Dirt Jumps. Uh, he was out there with us. Always wore the um, Grateful Dead shirt. 
Hunter. Hunter Gatlin? Yeah. He had a common soul downhill bike at that point in time, too. It was sweet. He had an older one. It was an older something. It was like it is, a pink and blue. Yeah. What was that? I don't think Supreme? it was a common soul. Is that Supreme a common soul? Oh, it might have been an older Supreme, yeah. That was like his part. It was of the an bike. older Supreme, though. It was probably like a V2 or V3. What are they on now? V5. Which the V5 does look sick. They're, common Souls has some sick bikes. They're not the lightest. Like they're Enduro bikes yeah. or anything. They're like the, lightest, the V4 but. Supremes have a lot of cracking issues. The V5 is what I remember they're that. racing on now. Um, like because of our deal with Santa Cruz, I could probably buy a Santa Cruz frame, but probably in the next year, year and a half, they'll come out with their new, new model. Because they're racing something different. Than yeah, what they the, had a video recently the on that. Right now, of the V10, it's like V10 version 10 that they're on now. Yeah, V10 V10. Yeah, nice. I like having my downhill bike. It's it's not for everything. You don't need it out here, but it's fun. And like you said, like no, but it'd be fun on air supply and getting some laps. In. Having like, the trek's sick, but I I I personally could. I'm not racing. I couldn't have a carbon downhill bike. Like to me. But downhill bike is like a downhill park lap bike like toss it if you 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 jump it if you need to throw it out on a jump you're not worried about throwing down an expensive ass carbon downhill bike right aluminum common yeah, or carbon, something carbon will hold up i mean it See, will i just feel so bad about it that's the misconception a lot i know of it will hold up it's like aluminum is there are certain situations where it can be stronger. rock strikes. If you throw a bike down and it catches a rock carbon, I mean, that impact with the rock is way more impactful on carbon than aluminum. It might break then, but right. the and that's what I think of the, the exact same impact will get a dent, which will lead to a crack. Yeah, but you right. could ride that dent a little bit longer without it being too, too sketch. That's for, like, right. I don't know. I'm a big fan of carbon in I, that sense. Like the Ritmo, I've beat the shit out of it and I'm on, I think five now. Yeah. But none of them have become, have been from, like, a crash rock strike. Well, I, I just think of a down, which makes sense for a trail bike. I think of, down, like, downhill bikes, like, that to me is, like, more of a, oh, shit, toss it type of thing. Like, I don't know. I just think that's a misconception. Like, I, I think I, I have the same, same, like, base feeling. Like, oh, aluminum's going to be better for beating the shit out I, of it. But I think it's what you said. I is, think it's a consumer misconception well, that aluminum's going to hold up better in a crash situation. than. I think it's one of the things is when you, when you crash aluminum, you can keep riding it longer without it being as sketch versus, like, when you do start getting a crack in carbon, I think that crack progresses and becomes sketchier faster. Yeah, but... At the same time, they're both now that you, they're either both way, broken. Either way, you shouldn't continue to ride an aluminum bike like when it's messed up that bad. But I just think like... <laughs> Sean! <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like aluminum, like if you do continue, maybe you didn't notice that it was cracked or something like that. Like aluminum, yeah. I think if it does, it's like reverse carbon, You, I think you get that shatter experience that comes out of once you lose the integrity from like impact or something else. I don't like, know. One of, one of the... Um, Ritmos I went through the down tube. I was driving around the property early on before the road was ever, you know, graded and it still had a bunch of potholes and water bars in it. And there was like a fist size piece in the down tube that was pressed in and was like super flimsy. And I probably rode on it for like a month and a half before I noticed it. And then I went back and looked at videos, and it was, like, apparent in the videos from, like, a month and a half before. And it never, like, severely failed on me. Yeah. I mean, mm. I think I, carbon is strong. I mean, my trail bike's carbon. I don't know. I, just, I think it's a vibe. You also can get aluminum for cheaper. Maybe that's yeah, part yeah. of it. No, no, no. That's You that's don't feel sure. bad throwing an aluminum yeah. bike down versus you just maybe just feel, even if it's going to take this beating just as well. Like, I feel so much worse throwing a $6,000 downhill bike down than a $2,000 downhill right. bike. Yeah. There's a plus a little bit of a beater lap bike, like downhill bike type of thing. But yeah. it's, it is probably just a conception of how you feel throwing it down. Yeah. If I had a 7,500 downhill bike, I would barely, like, I would ride it, but I would feel so bad going through Rock Gardens. But it wouldn't be the slam ham if it was a like 7,500 down. Let's, dollar down. I mean, the bike. new spring's sweet, but let's switch out the shocks on him since he hasn't sold yet and see if he notices. <laughs> it's not the same size it's shock, not gonna is fit. it? 
doesn't matter. Just switch it. It doesn't matter. We'll make them all look all janky. <laughs> doesn't matter. It won't fit in there, but it doesn't matter. We'll Drill use some new eyelets <laughs> up in the top two. We'll use some of your uh, Ace Hardware grade eights over there. Damn good bolts. They'll work. <laughs> Sheer proof. So, I mean, it's going to be open. It has to be open this weekend because the way it's cut. I mean, you'll have yeah. to finish tomorrow. So, but yeah, pay attention. We'll have that finished tomorrow morning before the shuttle starts. Yeah. And then we'll put up the signage. But pay attention. Yeah, it's coming out a double Y. Probably. Probably. <laughs> before anybody really that needs, before the crowds get here, let's say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so pay attention. End of Simple Green, end of Double Wide, end of Senior, where all that stuff kind of comes down and connects. It's going to be different. It looks awesome. I like it. It'll be better. It's going to be better, yeah. way better. Honestly, you won't have to pay as much attention, but just pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, since it's new, I would recommend shutting it down at the senior discount entrance slash pedaling area just to take a look at it um excellent yeah the yeah. that's for the simple green one yeah and then the connector one is oh yeah obvious it's just another burn the it's nice so it. you don't have to watch for merging or anything yeah, like that like by sure. the time you're merging all the speed's gone and everything so mm -hmm. simple green you did have to like pay attention coming through there look once up the it, hill once and everything. it blue grooves you should be able to carry your speed across the creek and no pedals. Make mm -hmm. it pedal free to the shuttle, so you will have to watch to your right or left for that merging, but it won't be as severe. Yeah. Though we have been, I mean, it kind of works out on how trails are different speeds to the bottom of the mountain, but we've never had any incident of a collision where those two merge, but it was not, it could be a very mm -hmm. bad it's hard when you're if you if you incident. can carry your speed well on simple green. It's hard to see. It was hard to see up past that berm and see if someone's coming out. You really had to just kind of like listen to see if someone's coming down it. No, I, I mean it, I always looked up that way, but I mean, I, when you're looking up there and you're going fast, there's no room to shut it. Down. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing. It's like I've I've never been, and you can look fine, but it's like by the time you're seeing it, it's like you're either yeah. in front of them or you can't. You're all like, but normally by the time you see them, you're ahead of them and they're behind you. So it's yeah. always worked out well guess trail speed like you said but yeah also we're just taking the t-post and that berm that's just useless at the end out too yeah the berm that never got used and then the drainage ditch became the berm <laughs> basically what happened pretty much <laughs> yeah it went back to how it used to be <laughs> yeah well that's exciting i don't know i mean it was slower week was nick here any nick was here yesterday yesterday he got sick uh, oh yeah, I saw that message this morning. Lawn, lawn mowing some dust out there. Should have used the damn respirator. He did. He halfway did? through. It's dusty right now. Oh, there it is, right there. Yep. Probably need some new cheek pads for that guy, and maybe a a, a higher quality respirator. At some point. We'll figure something out. It is a a fucking mission to weed eat and blow the dust though. Paintball masks would be good. Paintball mask? Yeah. Goggles, got a good old face protector built in for the tossing rocks and everything like that. No, no, no. We're talking respirator. Yeah. It has cheek pads that, that clean the air before it gets to Man, I don't understand that, but like, what, add in respirator like to that. No, you need like a full fucking gas mask. <laughs> All right, 3M, get on it. <laughs> full protection. The problem is that's not a 3M, that's a Harbor Freight. Oh. We need the 3M one. <laughs> I have the 3M right. one. It is nice when you're weeding you to a wear the the um, chainsaw mask mm -hmm. with like the black mesh in the front or whatever. Because yeah. you do spray some rocks up when you're uh, weed whacking out there. Yeah. So you had a... Uh, Respirator speed goggles. <laughs> speed <laughs> that's that's the good stuff. Baby. So you had a big week. You just are you done for this week? Uh, Big Creek. I'm done. 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 Yeah. Got all the stuff done. So how was it out there? How was your adventure? It was good. It was the first project away from Jared's place professionally ever. And that was wasn't what it, quite what I expected. I I thought. I mean, I moved some rocks before, but I went through what was it seven or eight pallets of rocks stacked. I mean, it's like. You know, it's a two-person boulder stacked four or five feet high on a pallet, a bunch of them. 
Um, that's a kind of a luxury experience, couple hundred, right? A couple hundred little boulders. Because so. someone like they paid for and had rocks specifically dropped off for mm -hmm. this project, where we're always just pulling them out of the dirt. Where when you get rocks delivered like that, they can be very specifically organized by size. So you got to work with a very probably consistent rock base, or nope. is it random? No, it was uh -oh. super random. So it was like I used to go to rock quarry like with my mom. Tear you know? tear a paddle apart, tear a couple of pallets apart, figure out which rocks will work in what scenario, and like it was super tedious probably the most tedious machine work i've ever done like making them all line up so that the edges are straight and they're perpendicular to the ride line and it's going to be safe and they don't wobble and they're set in the ground and then do that like probably 200 times over you got so, it real yeah. good with that thumb but also moving rocks like that is the perfect situation where you want the Kong tilt rotator yeah. bucket and thumb. And those, you can get them with a, a little pincher claw on them built in. So wrong tool for the job. Well, right tool for the job. Not with all the bells and whistles, but we got it done. Turned out pretty sick. So saw some, that. Saw yeah. the pictures you posted look pretty cool. Yeah. In result, you're happy with it? In result, I'm happy with. There's two parts to it. The first part is like beginner. There's like the all the sides have dirt on them, so it's like low con no consequence. You can just roll right off. Wider trail surface, low curves, mellow curves. There's only like a couple little curves in it. Um, super easy. And then the second half is a little bit more technical. Takes a little bit of rear end hopping. Couple different lines in that. A little more technical fun for me took me three attempts to get through three or four to get through the first time so but, is it like a little rock skinny yeah so basically just a rock yeah. skinny yeah just gives you the technique of and feeling of the first one just gives you the feeling of going over rocks i think it's good for you know kids and cross-country riders and people getting into the sport that feeling of having the chunder under you and you know picking your line and where to look and body position and the second one's a little bit more advanced on body position and carrying your speed properly brake control and bike control um at super slow speeds which is good and fun um you can use your pedals positioned right so you can put the yeah. power down and like hop something a little bit and everything yeah like get your wheel up on it and everything yeah, but that area is gonna be pretty cool. Did a little, did a little bit of work on there. Like, they've got two little flow lines over there. Did a little bit of work on the, on both of them. But it's right at like the bottom of where everything dumps out, right? Is that what it looked like, or no? So it's over on the cross country side, like the main Big Creek entrance. You go, you go through that like first main parking lot down the hill, and like right before you get about to make that that hard right into the second parking lot mm -hmm. there's the two pump tracks right there and it's like right at the bottom of that hill before okay. you make the right um on driver's right side gotcha um, i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah so it's over on the pump track side of things because um, if you go up uh, up the pump tracks a little bit that's where they have you go up and like right you can get to some of that area and stuff like that they used to have other stuff over there before i think but it's been a while not in the area that this is uh, higher up that hill. They had like some stuff that always got shut down. They had, like offshoots of the cross country trail, like that hill. Oh, those were down. downhill. Oh, are you talking about the, for the quick six, like right along the road where well, they they've had, had those little... trails before prior to quick six? I yeah, remember yeah, when yeah. I was like back there, and then they probably reuse them before. That's where yeah. I was thinking. It's a little farther up though. Yeah, that area, that hill right there, they always use some variation of that in the quick six for one of the. The stages on the cross country yeah. side, or a couple of the stages on the cross country side. So that'd be cool. I like Big Creek. I need to get back out there again. It's fun. I like that little pump track. We are you're laughing about it, but then you do if you go sit there in that the little like the smallest pump track and you try to get five, six, seven laps without pedaling. Like it's a workout. It is a workout. I did it this week. Did you? It's cool to to go over there and work because I can just ride right after work at Big Creek. Yeah. And it was cool to work at Big Creek, which is a place I give a lot of testament to for building me as a rider. Yeah, which was y'all, you dope. like y'all also spent a lot of time in the free ride park. I bet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We had cross country practice over there every Sunday. We would go 
somewhere other than Soap Creek for cross-country practice, and Big Creek was one of the big ones. And I would always weasel my way over to the free ride park and get some laps in. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, good week. Helped them out with that. Um, I think they're middle May, late May, going to open that up um, to the public. There's They, like, a, like us, have gotten hammered by rain lately. So a lot of that stuff needs to dry out. Um, there's going to be a, a concrete skinny line, which Stu's got to get um, concrete pouring scheduled for that so a little ways out but not too long we'll have that open that'll be pretty cool you should uh that pump track we could do something small like that here there's really not a lot of space and it doesn't take any elevation and it's fun yeah we could i mean we we definitely could i don't i don't know you've never really built a pump track per se have you like not that it's hard or anything but how long do you think something like that would take not to say we we're scheduling or anything like that, but I just interesting. Something the size of like the more uh, either one of those pump tracks would like, take a day. That's what, yeah, and then you maybe. dial it in a little bit once you start running it. Yeah, especially if you have a machine and stuff. I don't know. For me, having ridden a bunch of dirt pump tracks and a bunch of concrete pump tracks, if we're gonna go that route and think about investing any money, whether it's it's labor or getting like cost of doing asphalt like any money you think about putting into it put that in a in a wallet every time you think about it put more in a in a wallet for getting a concrete pump track I yeah mean, but, they, but i mean you just balance your own point because that's a day and that's like one day's worth of work and you go to big creek you can see a, a six-year-old running around on that thing having a great time and you can see a 35 year old getting work in it too and that's one day's worth of work that is true right but those pump tracks aren't aren't a pull it's not a pull i know it's the, no one's coming but here to ride that pump track if that's Al-Tuna not what i'm saying it's a concrete pump track of all solutions that will be a statewide pull yeah I'm that not, will be a regional pull just to come to alatuna for that right so if we got yeah i'm not we saying can build something in the interim yeah, I'm saying build, spend, spend a day to build a little pump track where people jo- mess around. If Josh is going to spend $500 in labor, like, fucking put that in a wallet and start saving to, to do it right. I mean, I, just, I agree with do it right, but I think one day where then you have something in the parking lot that people can mess around with when they're hanging around at the end of the day waiting for the bike wash, like, that's a day. Hmm? And then you're... Really, it's not even $500 because labor is cheaper than that for a day. And then after that, you just keep putting every other time you think about an actual big pump track that's going to bring money, you put that money in your pocket. Both would be cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have a little one to get people pumped and it gives little kids who really can't ride much. I mean, you're right. Yeah. Having where we did that little... I don't know what, something that if we small. can actually use that area where we did the 50 race, yeah. but doing right. something in that area. The thing with the pump track is you need like an, an absolute flat area. Yeah. And then you just kind of in. build the speed into how you build it and everything. Yeah. But you don't need a hill, which is a plus. So you can do it almost anywhere. But then it's one of those things you can have. Yeah, like, but for us, it's like we only have so many areas that yeah. don't have a hill. But the I mean, the thing you get with three or four people drinking a couple is, people, couple beers when they're done, and then you're like, let's go have a pump track battle and see who can stay on the pedals the longest while you're pushing each other over. So I don't know if you know what the plans are for the future this summer as far as new development goes, but we're about to start planning out and clearing, starting to develop an area above the shop. We're going to clear out. The plan is essentially to to pick a big rectangle or whatever size it ends up being and start clearing that and building dual slalom skills area, area for a pump track, session jumps, all that type of stuff that's right above the shop. So eventually in my mind, something like dirt jumps or a pump track, something that someone's going to come here just to ride that one thing should be as close to the shop and parking as possible. So we're going to start clearing and planning for that type of stuff right 
next to the shop essentially yeah so i'm stoked for that i mean I've, we'll have to talk to josh and see if we can actually use that land that where we did the 50 race because i mean we could put in a little pump track in like half a day yeah and you could there. also in six months tear it up and you only waste a half a day right and it's one of those things you can put the base down a half a day and then we can just go mess around with it shuttles with shovels tweaking it making it bigger or faster or something like that but yeah I don't know. Pump jacks are simple and freaking fun. And when you mess around with them a lot, you can get dialed on certain things if you're paying attention when you're doing it. Yeah. Even simple ones. I mean, like everyone's building them in their backyards now and stuff like that too. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, I definitely, it would be a, that would be a, honestly a good learning experience for me because the way Velo solutions does their pump tracks is so mathematical and down mm-hmm. to a science rather than, uh, an art of you yeah. know developing it's like a science the roller needs to be this radius mm-hmm. this size this spacing the berms need to be this angle with this slope they have it like a speed calculation down with all of that yeah where it just they have like it down works. to an absolute science because for a pump track you kind of need that mm-hmm. especially like, a bigger yeah. one like where like a longer one i guess what you're yeah. saying is like it gets easy to make a long one you get halfway through and you just lose speed because of one feature or something. Right. So it's like really specific, I guess. But I mean, yeah, I'm all for like a super awesome one. Like the, the one at the Pittner dog park, that's going to be cool. Like that'll be really awesome. Cause you see them popping up rail yard. Just, they just changed their whole thing. And the rail yards are out by Benville. I just randomly saw oh, a yeah, video yeah. on it. They just put in like a million dollars and it's all um, asphalted now. Everything asphalt or concrete. Their whole jump line. Their whole jump line, their whole pump track, everything. That's how it's been. No, you can go watch videos. Like it's changed. They recently just did it. How it used to be, how I remember it was, there was they had they had mixed surface, so it mm-hmm. was asphalt, wood lips. It was like I don't know what how to describe. It used it. to have it a was... lot more dirt. They like literally did a project to like convert it over. Okay. Because uh, they had like I think. April and Mackie or April or something. It was like a YouTube channel. Sid and Mackie. It wasn't a Sid and Mackie, so it was April and something. Now I forget it. But I think they've been out here before. They do a lot of Southeast stuff. Um, but uh, they, they like did it. They don't, but, I mean, it's something that they're doing more of. Pump tracks and everything is, I mean, the one at Baker's Creek, all asphalt. That's Velo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No, that's. No, so that's, from my understanding, that's a couple of younger dudes from Vermont that came down did all that stuff that one looks pretty sick that one is sick but you can tell that they don't have their they didn't have it down to a science Mm -hmm. like the velo solutions like if you ride a velo solutions and then ride there's like there's one up in um, i was gonna say what is the closest velo closest velo now is south carolina i think okay um there's another one up in nashville that's not velo and then that one in um what is it in tennessee knoxville knoxville um, yeah the one at bakers in knoxville yeah it's the rollers aren't as even there's a lot more random stuff going on and avella is a much more consistent but the consistency allows for more options in my opinion like it being so consistent you gain speed so much faster and it unlocks more doubles whereas in ones that are not as consistent it's like almost like set doubles and set singles and that's what you have to do there's one flow to to it it. yeah yeah Yeah, you will see and i think it's also skills progression now as more people get more comfortable with the bigger pump jacks but yeah you'll see people like gapping over to the other lines or doing like berm gaps in and stuff like that like just changing what you think would be the normal line just changing it up completely you're like i didn't see that the one thing i am a big fan of though is the the asphalt jump lines like the one they have in at baker's Mm -hmm. creek that thing is sick it's still the same thing right wood lips just like asphalt it's asphalt everything everything yeah Mm. they have one they have two two wall rides that are wooden right Mm -hmm. but the rest of it it's like concrete drop-ins are wood yeah 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 but asphalt rides really good though it it's super fun that's awesome and that i think i mean just having the asphalt and riding on a dirt jumper it's like just you carry so much speed compared to dirt 
and it doesn't degrade over time. It's always the same. Yeah. One of the cool ones when I was watching that rail yard video, where they were doing is some of like the bigger landing areas of like drops or something of like a jump. It was like the tarred up um, like rubber tire, you know, almost like that's playgrounds. What, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. But they have it set in some way where it's. Yeah, I, I just saw it, but you could tell yeah. it was like, and it was like a softer yep. landing, and then it transitions back into asphalt. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was pretty cool. It was almost like epoxy i don't I don't know what they use to seal it yeah right but it's a it's a hard substrate but it's a soft material yeah it made me think of like i remember when they started using car tires and playgrounds like shredded up car tires yeah. and playgrounds like that but like epoxy down a little bit or something like that's what i thought in my head i remember bouncing all over those playgrounds they got rid of the wood <laughs> chips and replaced it with rubber tires like what and you probably you, never even you... had wood chips in the playground when you were a kid did you and it, uh, Dallas, Indiana, yeah. And then they moved on to the safety rubber. Then after that, I didn't really pay attention. Was, <laughs> the only time I was in the playground is I was high as hell. <laughs> the good old days, right? Yeah, the good old days. Well, that's our week. Got the Blair stream running. That was the, uh, my week uh, off. Did you take it to the shop? Yeah, took it to Key on Monday. He had it back to me on Monday. Running good. What was the issue? He replaced the CPS. I mean, there's probably a couple other sensors that are about to go bad, but the CPS was what was cutting it off when it was uh, getting at temperature. So he replaced that. Um, there's some. He's like, yeah, there's some other things you could do. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. She's old. And he goes, oh yeah, but like nothing bad or anything like that. But I got. I think I got another appointment in like two and a half weeks to just get a couple other things looked at and and see if there's any more codes thrown but i got it replaced and it's like weird right because we've talked about it before it's one of those things where it just would drive fine like drives absolutely fine and then we just cut off yeah. through like me telling him he had a pretty good diagnostics that that's what it was going to be was a cps and then he scanned it there's still a lot of code stored from when I uh, blew the fuel pump out in Denver on my road trip, however long ago. <laughs> he goes, there's a bunch of stuff for like high pressure fuel pump and a bunch of other stuff. He's like, I'm guessing when you did uh, the parking lot change of the high pressure fuel pump, you never hooked it up to the scanner and cleared the codes. I was like, no, <laughs> no, not at all. He goes, so I'll just clear do. those out and ignore them. I'm like, that's good. But the CPS was. <laughs> you got a bunch of codes here, bud. <laughs> but I, it's it's a 24, 20, 24 year old vehicle with two hundred twenty thousand miles on it. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But um, but I he cleared those out. Their CPS was in there, so we replaced that. And like, just being like weird about it, like I told Drew, is I was like, I was just gonna take it for a little test drive, and I was like, well, what's a little test drive gonna do? So I ended up driving like an hour and a half around like basically marietta area just trying to see if it would cut off or mess up or anything didn't and then i drove it the next day drove it around for like another 30 minutes took it to the car wash cleaned it up it's still filthy but cleaned it up um, did you take it through the like the drive-through car wash no you went to the self car wash yeah good dude that thing would rip it's a drive-through car wash get the solar panels ripped off the top oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> dude last time i went through the the drive-through car wash it ripped off one of my weather strippings on the yeah i'm gonna I was take like, this I'm never doing that again it's gonna take the ladder off solar mm -hmm. panels go flying off no i didn't i did the self-wash scrubbed it down i mean it's spins in back there it's got like pollen all mixed into dirt now because of this the time of year a little so, bit of moss on there. A little <laughs> not mold. that bad. That's not. You were just telling me back like a month ago. It was they drove out and went for a car wash like a month ago. Yeah. So it's not that bad, but it definitely gets dirty back there. Oh yeah. So got all that filth off, and then uh, drove it out to the property today. No issues. So good. It's good. I like. It. It's reassuring. Is that? Is the Subaru out here? No, I saw. I saw. I get that back. <laughs> Where's the Subaru? It's out there. So the the van went back on Josh's trailer. And then I drove the Subaru back, so I had my car still. But then I brought Van back out and drove it out. So now I got to get a ride back some point and get the Subaru back <laughs> out here. <laughs> I'll, I'll, figure it I'll out. drive you back. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Josh will go back out. Josh was supposed to be here yeah. today. He was on the schedule and he just didn't call in, just skipped straight out of work. What's up with that? But, um, <laughs> but now straight was, to jail. <laughs> you or Josh. Or so I was like, someone will get me a ride back. It's not like I need the Josh, Subaru. Josh that bad. comes and goes every day. He'll be here in the morning and then he's going back and then he'll be back with the with the back and then he's never back clocks and in and out either never clocks in and out no 
But um, but yeah, so I was, I was like, I don't need the Subaru that bad. It's like nice, but you know, I had a big old thing of lasagna that'll last for a bit, and someone will give me a ride back to Marietta. <laughs> <laughs> someone will give me a ride back to Marietta sooner or later. Yeah. But it's I don't know. I love that van and getting it back running. I was just like driving around. I was like, I'm so happy. <laughs> I did. The, I basically drove. Well, I got it back and I basically drove all the way out to the property. I drove all the way up to the Rome exit, twenty across to five seventy five. 575 like all the way back down to marietta and then just like drove around marietta a little bit too nice. i just started going i was like oh might as well just keep going yeah stress test worked out yeah you were doing digs on 75 i got up to 80 baby hey for that old girl that's fast we'll, but do, I, we'll do 100 uh it probably would but i'm not gonna try <laughs> hey it, it it holds 80 fine it's not like it really struggles at 80 but that you get like the gas mileage will go from like 22 miles to gallon to like 15 miles to gallon when you start going 80. Yeah, well, what do you need to go 80 for? You don't need to go 80 for. Zach goes 100 in his van. That just scares me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's looking for 100. <laughs> <laughs> looking for it. No, but so like, but I did. I made sure I was like, I got to push it up to 80. And if you got to pass an old lady on the highway or something, you got to make sure it goes. But yeah. ran it up to 80 for like 10, 15 minutes. No issues. Good. Yeah. Going for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I remember on, so I remember on my road trip I felt the one time I felt bad cuz I'm normally like fine with a 65 70 cruiser. I don't care. Speed limit 75, like I'll still cruise at like 70 75 just depends on how I'm feeling. But like in Colorado there's part of like I forget what highway but you go down there and speed's like speed limit's like 80 85. Wow. And I'm like I'm not going that fast. So I'm sitting there going like 70 75 just getting blown by by like trucks too. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going any faster than this. I'm going all about gas mileage right now. Mm. But that's like the one time where I'm like, I'm driving freaking slow compared to traffic. I took back roads all the way up. Well, not back roads, but smaller highways all the way up to Asheville and then back. It's like the most direct route, basically. Speed limit's like 60. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Good gas mileage. The one that goes up cruising. by like the river, uh, the Nantahala or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. goes through there. Yeah. That's a nice drive. It's windy. It's nice drive. It's windy. A, I like going that way. It's slow. a lot for the van. That's a lot of turns for yeah. the van. When I take the Subaru, I'll go that way. When I take the van, I'll go out and around. Yeah. Because that, that road is like so nice, especially during the day. But at night when you came and see the river and you're just like winding down this super annoying road, mm-hmm. yeah. just like yanking the van around, I'm like, I'll go around. <laughs> it is a nice drive though. But it got the van running, so we need to start planning our East Coast uh bike park trip yep yep he and tim are about to plan a trip for moab next month oh are you nice like some time off this year boys i think uh i think i I think unless we really hold them to it i have this strong feeling and me saying this on the podcast because i know josh is going to listen i think josh is going to try to bail out of it but we got to really work him into it see here's the thing with me and i think probably with josh too is you, you you have to set a date and and just commit to it and then people will work around that. Yeah. I'm okay with that too, but we'll set it up where Josh can fly in and out, right? We'll give him a sketch so he can fly in and out. Yeah. Josh can stay on the move. <laughs> yeah. Stay mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we got to look. I, give me your whole list because we talked through it like perfectly when we went like came back from Rock Creek. So write that down and send it to me and then I'll go through it. Yeah, I've gotten it written down right here. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Put that in the teams. So every every here, agenda here's, item here's needs a, to be. Here's a, a new basic seven day itinerary. I'll make it ten. This is committed to seven day because that's what Josh had in his head. Yeah. When we that's were driving rough. See, up to Rock Creek. I think if you're gonna see, do s- I I think we gotta go longer than that. If you're gonna, gonna do seven, do ten. But. Basic. Day one, fifteen hours to Mountain Creek. Day two, ride Mountain Creek. Day three, five hours to Killington, ride Killington. Day four, two hours to Burke, ride Burke, two hours, ride Burke, two hours to Highland. Day five, ride Highland, two hours to Thunder. Day six, ride Thunder. Day seven, drive home, 17 hours. I mean, that's awesome. That's legit. That is fun packed. I'm going to be so dead by the end of that. A lot of action. I think we need at least 14. I was going to say like minimum 10, 14 would be ideal. We talked about it because like the, the longest drive is like, coming back 15 or if you do it first 15 
The shortest drive basically is to Mountain Creek, which is 15. Okay, and then the longest drive, if you came back from the farthest way or went to If the... you came back from Vermont, it'd be like 20. Yeah. Maybe 20. Like if you're doing 15 to 20 hours, I feel like you made that trip, you should be up there for a little bit of extended period of time, right? Yeah. Like add in three or four extra days because you already spent, or you're going to spend 20 hours. I mean, the to thing drive is, up we there. could spend 30 days and hit a different park every day. There he goes, 30 days. You just, but uh, that's the thing, right? No, 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 not saying that we're gonna do that or we need to do that. There's so but many parks, there's up there. so much to do up there. Like, we could add as many days as we see fit, yeah, and still have new stuff to do. I think 14, 10, 10 to 14, 10 so. days is ideal because we could hit our main, whatever our main five or six parks you have a rest is, rest day in there, maybe have too. a rest day, have a day for an additional park. And have a, a flex day. We'll look at where we're going. We'll find a way for Joshua fly in and out. We can bring one of his bikes that doesn't run up there. <laughs> now, dude, he's got the bullet running. And it looks good. Running, yeah. It looks really good. It's going to look so good hanging on that rack for everyone to look at while it's not getting ridden. <laughs> <laughs> no, it came together really good. The gold and everything across it, yeah, like it's it's, it's mean looking. I think he should have gone with the metallic gold font instead of like a the little, matte. A little sparkle in there. A little sparkle. They well, they make a a chrome gold and a metallic gold finish for the Santa Cruz decals stickers that he got. I think one of those would have looked a little bit better, but no, the whole the whole gold package comes in it, good. Gold chain added on there too. Yeah. That's good. Looks really good. It looks good with that green and everything. Yeah. It's crazy how much you can look make the bike look different by just changing the logos. It's crazy. Like you get out on the Florida and they all look like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was talking to Drew. I was I don't know. I get, the black is just so clean on the blue, but I was like, what color should I do it to that like make it pop or change? Should I change mine up any? It's hard, right? Yeah, you should get rid of those orange petals. Those aren't mine. Those are rentals. Yeah. Who's I've been right? using the black rentals. My old oh. I've been using the actual black rentals. Like we had rental bikes this weekend. And I was like, ah, my bike's got one of those pedals I need. I had to pull them off and put it on the actual rental bike. But the black's just like so sub sub subdued. Gold would look cool, but Josh is already running the gold. I think silver would look good with that. Drew mentioned silver, which wouldn't be bad with that. Like that I mean, matte blue and then some silver. Silver turps, silver hubs, silver yeah. spoke nipples, silver yeah. decals. It wouldn't be Super bad. Pedals. It'd be flashy as fuck. You could sand down the cranks, so make them silver, <laughs> polish them. I'm you just... could sand down the frame, make it silver, <laughs> polish it. I don't, That's I don't know. That's how it works with a carbon fiber frame. No, no, it's no, all no, silver no, no, under no, there. No, it's no, metallic. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's also just or just, the only reason I say that is because like stickers are a really cheap way to make it look completely different without having to spend like hundreds of dollars on a wheel set. Or it breaks or anything like that. No, it is like that. Whatever. What is it? Silk graphics. Silk. Silk. S-I-L-K, I think. Yeah. Like they'll, they do the fork shock frame graphics. Like not expensive. Spend, Jared's spend like. Spend 40 bucks on that. And yeah. You've got a completely different look. Jared's bike looks like way better with the yeah. black logos on that. Like yeah. Josh's looks completely different. Like it's simple and easy. Yeah. I did have Drew's of the same opinion. There's a couple like. The one thing I had pulled up to maybe replace on the e-bike is the brakes. I had the, like the haze pulled up to see what I could get them at at cost, but the braking's rough on it. Mm -hmm. It's a big bike for those G2s. Heavy. Yeah. They're not, I mean, they're okay brakes. I think they'd be okay on like my trail bike, but something that big. You need some power. They're four pistons. Okay. My code RSCs are four pistons, I believe. It doesn't mean they have power. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it means they got four pistons. Put a higher higher rating dot fluid in there. <laughs> just, <laughs> <lead> the, <laughs> just jump it up a little bit. <laughs> That's what it means, right? Something like that, yeah. You gotta go on Alibaba and find that dot sixty nine. <laughs> Ten point like two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, brakes brakes make a big difference on the e-bike. You said wheels. I just feel like brake. I I mean, I guess wheels you can get for pretty I don't know. Cheap, wheels but... are a weird thing because it changes the ride characteristics. I almost like the heavy feel of the e-bike and the heavy feel of the wheels. Like, it makes it more stable mm -hmm. in the air for jumping, whereas the lighter wheels make it 
feel like a more snappy nimble bike yeah um i mean you i think th- you could throw my carbon or you could probably throw your zips on mm-hmm. there and just see what it feels like before yeah. you commit to doing all that that's true but I- brakes are something that's it's could only get better yeah right? brakes like it literally made me realize like so i had an old pair of brakes on my old yeti and i first got my hazes on like my sp 75 and it's like the opposite of what's happening is I got so adjusted to good brakes. But like I do specifically remember when I went from shitty brakes to my first set of good brakes. Yeah. I was going into turns so slow because I was hitting my normal braking points just from mental habit. And my brakes worked and I'd be stopped up and then like going into a turn with no speed. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I had to mentally readjust that you can brake later. Now I'm like been on good brakes for years now and I'm going back to a heavy bike with okay brakes. And like the first time I rode Simple Green, I was blowing through turns because I was like normal braking points from mentally I mean, knowing it so well. It is it is different, right? Like you can put the best set of brakes, which is probably TRPs with their rotors and brake pads on there. It is a heavier it's bike. A heavy Your bike. braking points are going to be yeah. different no yeah. matter what. So I think a combination of like that, just the different braking points of a heavier bike plus worse brakes, like. That was so much but for me that to get is, used to. That is one thing where wheels would make a bigger difference, yeah. right? Because you put lighter wheels on those same brakes, yeah. it's going to make that rotational mass lighter. Yeah. So that's true too. It's a combination of both yeah. of those. But, but I think a brake upgrade is probably yeah where your money's best spent at this point. Yeah, and I think most bang for the buck and everything. Yeah, it'll probably happen soon. Probably just going to stick with Hayes because then I can have crossover backups for my Yeti. Yeah. They're a powerful brake. I think I'm only running my Yeti with 180, 180s we we're talking about. So, like, what's it actually like with 200 or 220 rotors on there? Yeah, put some 220s on it. Yeah. It'd be powerful. Something big on there, yeah. Yeah. Mess with them, some things like that. We'll see where we go with it. Stickers first. Priorities. <laughs> <laughs> That's what? You say five what? extra horsepower. <laughs> Stickers first, though. Really, if I was smart, oh, I'd be like um, Michael McGarry and just buy an extra battery so you can just run like eight hours of laps and get 50 miles in a day. Dude, cool he 50. killed it. What did he get? Like 115 miles? 115 in miles, 35,000 feet of elevation in three days. Man's crazy. That Pretty is good. nuts, dude. That's crazy. That's got to be a record. We had some dude on a rental do like what, like thirty miles in a day on one of our rentals. Probably fifty's a lot. I mean, that's it's spe- like, specifically yeah. charging a battery while he goes back out. He's and got keeps his riding. process dialed though. Like he knows us. He comes in. He plugs his battery in in the shop in the morning. He goes out, rides, comes back, swaps the batteries out. Has a snap. And does that all day long. He wasn't done until like sunset. Yeah. Yeah, we he do. was going back out to continue riding at like 8 p.m. I know. I charged him. I was like, yo, dude, if you're going to keep riding, you're going to have to pay an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> For what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it makes me want to like get get the hang of my bike a little bit and then go put in some long days. But like that's also a long freaking day of Once riding. I got my e-bike, we should do Snake Creek Gap. Is that the one right around the corner? Yeah, yeah. All right, Drew was talking about that. We can freaking ride to the trailhead. We can. You can. Or, you'll, you'll run out of battery because my battery's bigger than yours. Well, I'm, I, I'm I'll tell you back, though. It's all right. I'm getting a second battery on order. Are you? Yeah. Probably. You should, yeah. Two extra. I want to. <laughs> well, two, probably. They're actually but not we that. Could, we the... could start at the far side, and then like I could have my mom drop us there. Oh, yeah. And then we could ride all the way over to here. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's play on something like that. Be a good ride. Mm-hmm. I'll just be pedaling right behind y'all. We'll, we'll do it. We'll you handle will. it. <laughs> we'll handle it like chance. We'll go up, come back and check on you. Yeah, we'll go, you go up, come back and check <laughs> on you. Just double the length. <laughs> it, he does. He gets probably double. He, I mean, Drew hiked. He's good hiking on the trails and everything like that, but he gets double, if not triple, the mileage I get while I'm out there hiking. Uh-huh. and at speed because if you call him back he doesn't just come like most of the time he doesn't come just trotting back he comes sprinting back yeah. to you they came around one corner and like i had to jump out of the way move my legs because he didn't see us he was coming full tilt into the turn mm-hmm. and he, you could see on his face when he saw me in the middle of the turn he's like 
couldn't stop at that point or anything like that. And I had to like <laughs> spread my legs and jump and he went flying through my legs. I was like, you about took me out, dog. <laughs> well, we do have signs that say no stopping on I the trail. Know. We we messed up on that one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I was checking the weather. Do you have pull up the weather update? It looks like the pretty nice weekend, a chance of rain on Saturday, but it's been diminishing pretty good. Last time I checked, it was below 60 to 50%, and it was done by 11 a.m. So, honestly, at this point, that'd be pretty good if it was a Me light too. rain. Yeah. Right now, it's saying 40% chance for Saturday. So, and it's early morning on yours still? It doesn't show me. Uh, that's what mine was showing, but that uh, honestly would be good if we do get a light rain. It's dusty right now, but besides that, that should cool it off a little bit for Sunday. It's looking like a nice weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. We might not even have to tarp yeah, air looking, supply. Looking like middle of the night. Yeah, chance of rain. Might even have to tar- not. Might not even have to tarp air supply. Get a it's, little bit of a damp on it. Less than point one inch. Yeah, which would perfect be for us. Honestly, ideal. Yeah. So nice weekend. <sighs> I have 83 tomorrow. Warm weekend. Yeah, buddy. It's going to cool down. High of 71 Saturday, high of 70 Sunday. It's going to be a nice weekend. We're on the flip side of it, right? All winter, it was kind of nice because when the rain came, it kept it a little bit warmer. Yep. Right? You can see those warm those uh, warm fronts coming in around the rain. Now the rain's going to be cooling it off. It is. Some days it'll be humid. but in, in my opinion, perfect camping weather right now, though. I mean, I like it a little bit colder at night, but. The highest low the next week, I mean, for going into the weekend, is Friday night at 55 degrees. That's good camping weather. It's windows open, Sunday fan night, on. AC low on. of 44. No, that's windows open, fan blowing. It's good to go. No, the nature's AC. Oh, yeah. What's the temp out right now? 59. Yeah, so cooling off nice and then. Yeah. This is Somerville too, and we're we're in the valley. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. It gets colder in here. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yeah, if y'all are looking at weather, Somerville, Georgia, three zero seven four seven, something like that. I don't know. Always look at Subligna. Do you? Yeah. Josh always. I mean, it's right on the edge. So Subligna or Somerville. Yeah. They're pretty similar, but or check our weather station. Yeah, it's crazy. How much the weather can change just in these valleys and everything that like really impacts it. All right. I hope to see y'all this weekend for a nice one. Book your passes. Come out, ride the trails. Pre-ride, re-ride, pre-ride. That is the uh, outcome of this past weekend. Things are different. How long has it been since you've been here? A while, probably. Maybe not, but things are constantly changing. So pre-ride, yep. pre-ride, re-ride, free-ride. Check the trails. Okay, you. Okay, you. Okay, you. All right, see y'all.